Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and I'm here today to talk to you about sales isn't over until the results are in. Okay, I will go into more detail about that. I feel like I had to stop myself then from going, it's not all open until the fat lady sings, because obviously that's a phrase. Um, However, (laughs) I'm... You know, it's very easy to see sales as that transaction. Once that money is in the bank, once that person is over the line and committed to working with you or buying that product, it's very easy to think, yeah, they go, job done. Actually, the delivery, the outcome of the delivery is is where you can get those true results. And that's what you need to be focusing on that as an organization and that as an individual. And be that whether you work in sales for a company um, and therefore, you know, you're not actually responsible for the delivery or whether, you know, it's your business and you do the whole scenario. I know that the vast majority of people who listen to the podcast tend to be people who are business owners, but I do have professional salespeople as well. And, you know, do yourself a favor. Think about the impact of your sales as a profession long term. If you were to promise things that then others didn't deliver, it's it's your problem um, to ensure that that customer gets what you promised them. But I will come on to that in a little bit more detail in a moment. First of all, a super quick update. This week, I am away on holiday. Yes, I know how exciting. We are in Devon this week on holiday with a family. I would like to say it'd be a total week off work. It absolutely won't be. However, it will be a much reduced shadow of its normal self uh, work week for us both so um yeah probably checking in and doing a maximum a couple of hours a day at this moment in time from a selling without sleeves point of view i'm fortunate i've got only a couple of clients who've got some really crucial key things going on for everybody else they're, they're good um however there's a lot going on with the funnel and there's lots of things that although i can get some of the team to help with it, it kind of I want I don't want to come back and, and be in a scenario where things haven't quite decisions haven't quite been made the way I'd want them to and then we have to undo things or things haven't progressed as, as I'd hoped uh, because people haven't been pushing them along as, as much as I would because they have other things to do everyone is super busy uh, in small organizations and um, you know you don't have extra people milling around to cover you when you go on holiday we are really fortunate to have a team uh, with us now and and so it's not just you know Martin and I which is what um, with both businesses it used to be historically and that meant that holidays weren't really holidays at all because you were having to do whatever clients required um, during those times whereas now you know at least we have team who are getting up to speed and are really amazing and committed that we can um, rely on uh, to, to, to do things um, in our absence so yes we will hopefully be away on holiday in the sunshine please British weather behave and, and keep up the sunshine so that we can make the most of that time out so I'm really looking forward to that so this has been pre-recorded by the week before um, as I'm sat in uh, doing the podcast in in the in the meeting room apparently the internet yeah gone down and the team are busy causing people's ads because websites and landing pages for so many different people, including apparently Amazon. Please send me my content though before anything goes wrong in your system. They, um, you know, even they've gone wrong apparently. So lots going on, but yes, it uh, has been pre recorded. So I'm wanting to talk around sales not being the end point, it isn't over 
until the results are delivered because this is something that actually I've been on <laughs> I've been on the receiving on end of talking through with a client their experiences of working with other professionals but equally I have seen clients and, and we've had to I've had to talk with clients over you know their focus and that focus not going off if you are conscious that hey I haven't been giving that person as much airtime now they are a paying customer then you can sure bet that that paying customer is also feeling that too. Um, when you bring a customer on board, you've had that conversation, you've understood their needs, you've told them that you can meet those needs. That outcome, I believe, is your responsibility. That has always been my outlook. That's been my outlook since I started in medical sales. Um, you know, you can bet that when things weren't delivered on time, when people weren't happy with the service, when stock was going out of availability, that I, I was... as as upset as my clients were around it because it's not good enough if you've promised them a particular outcome if you've promised them a particular service or product to not deliver that isn't isn't acceptable and the reason for that and the reason I was so protective of that was because you know that was my word some of these customers I'd had to nurture back from never wanting to work with with the organization I was working for I'm not talking just one person here I'm talking a number of different people across a number of different organizations when you have um, a high turnover on a territory of uh, members of staff it is very difficult to maintain that relationship with the customer particularly if that person had no intention that salesperson had no intention of you know staying in that position for any length of time bear with me those which are business owners this is definitely relevant to you so you're in a position where they've had bad experiences and that can go for markets as a whole. Um, you know, sectors where you, you've got it in the business coaching space, you know, nobody get offended because, you know, you must have your head in the sand if you haven't realised how many people are in that industry who are making promises they can't keep, they can't deliver on. It's really important to understand where that customer's come from. That customer has trusted you. You've built up that, built up that trust in that person. They've got your word for the, for the fact that the, their needs will be met and that that product will be delivered that that needs to mean something if if your word can't mean something then we're in a sorry position so you need to protect that you mean to make sure that what you have promised will come to fruition now obviously that person particularly when you're in the service industry needs to be at their end of the bargain too even during this this conversation um, where you've got to know and like and trust that person as they have you sales is like dating I've likened it before and I like it again you know you can make a wrong decision you can end up in a bad relationship that you think you know what I did not see this coming I did not see this person's behavior panning out like this if that is the case then obviously that is unfortunate and you are not the, the person for them and you are better off letting them go giving them a refund than than sort of beating them up and and trying to make them a square peg fit a round hole you you don't want to give yourself that hassle you want you know if it's not going to work out and the writing's very quickly on the wall um you know as much as businesses can turn um when the money's handed over so can customers so keep that in mind um you know either a full or a partial refund can make make a lot of sense to to both parties um, on the odd occasion but for the vast majority of people if you don't neglect them if you look after them if you keep the communication going if you keep treating them as you have done from the beginning they will get the results that you have promised and and they will be happy with the experience that they received in the process so you know it's all about the result the outcome okay if you've said that this sun cream this sun cream yeah 
I'll go with sun cream then. I was going to say anti-aging cream, but I can alter this description. You know, if you said this sun cream stops them from getting sunburnt and it doesn't, uh, then, you know, you need to do something about it. You need to look at how they applied it. Did they not follow the instructions? Did they follow the instructions? Was it a product failure? What is going on? And you need to take every, you know, complaint and feedback that you get on that very seriously. Don't be dismissive. Find out what's happened before offering a solution or laying blame. A happy customer is less hassle. Okay, that if you are tight for time, if you're having to be everything in your business, customers who aren't very happy are going to take up more of your time and they're going to make the implementation that bit harder. So getting the communication good with these people, understanding what sort of communication and, and how much communication they want um, is a great way to start. You know, if they are happy, if they get the outcome that has been promised, then you're much more likely to get recommendations. Customers that come off recommendation or potential customers that come off recommendation are so much easier to convert because they are such warmer um, as far as a lead is concerned. A warm lead is therefore an easier lead to convert. You have to spend less time converting them, which frees up your time again for implementation, um, for other BD or whatever you choose to spend your time on. You're thinking about the long game with your business. Basically, you've got these sellers, you've got people who set up businesses like pop-up shops overnight. They sell as much as they can, as fast as they can, and then they disappear. Um, if you have a problem with that product or service, you have very little hope of getting any, any help with it, any refund, any explanation as to how to use the thing. If you're in there for the long term, if you're in your market, if you're wanting to work with your ideal customers for the long term, then you, you need to play that long game and you need to invest in those outcomes with them. You want to make the most of it. Ethically, I think you want to do it anyway, but certainly it's going to hurt you in the long term if that's the motivation you need to not um, get those outcomes for those customers. Uh, you know, you're going to get refund rates going through the roof and you're going to get people bad mouthing you and not being happy. So, you know, bear that in mind. You want that customer to continue to feel important. And actually, you can encourage them. You can even incentivize them to get the results. You need to make it as easy as possible for them. Um, I was doing some training recently and they were talking around customer experience reps and um, they were also talking around customer success representatives who are they're not selling anything they are purely there to help that person make the most out of what they've purchased what they've invested in and so it's definitely worth keeping in mind you know if you can't get that result for them because there's a personality clash, that person isn't committed or whatever, be honest with them. You know, I've had conversations recently with people where I've been like, you know, if you are continuously doubting whether this is the right business for you, I'm not going to help you be able to help you get the results um, that you should be able to get if you are fully committed and all in there. Equally, I've dealt with people who have not had respect for myself or the team and when it's come to working with me and so you know it's your workplace it's the person that you're working with if they don't respect you do you want to be putting yourself through that scenario if they're rude if they're being difficult if they're being argumentative if they're not wanting to see solutions you know you can help them you can talk to them you can point them in the the direction of resources that are going to help them to remove that baggage remove that barrier and, and see opportunities but however if you're that's not where you're experiencing is if that's not where you can your skill set is and you can really help them then you know that's going to end up to be quite an awkward scenario you want the results and if you're not the right person to get them those results right now be honest about it the key thing is here is you are not a salesperson. you are not about the sale you are more of an account manager okay you are that person when they come on board 
is an account. You are on a customer experience manager in that you are taking them through that experience. The sale, once they have made the purchase, is not over. You are aiming at that end result. You are aiming at testimonials. Your currency, yes, you need money and you definitely want to keep your eye on those numbers and those conversions and everything else. With that individual customer, however, your focus is on getting that testimonial, getting that result. They need to make an exchange of money during that process, but the main focus for that individual is getting them that result and then providing you with a testimonial because that's what's going to generate even more customers. Think how many customers you can generate from one amazing testimonial. I know that I've got some really decent testimonials. I'm really fortunate. And the amount of customers who I have obtained through those testimonials is untrue. And so, you know, that's what you're aiming for is one testimonial to create five more potential customers for you. Now, each time those five more potential customers, you know, you can see it, it builds up and it builds up and it stacks up and, and it makes a, a really decent pipeline and a really decent um, customers. Um, if you are attracting the right people because you've got the right case studies and the right testimonials from the, the right customers. Basically, guys, focus in on the end game, focus in on the testimonial from your ideal customers and enable that to help you to grow your business. Use the finances that you've obtained during that transaction to keep your business afloat, to grow your business, to get the support and resources in that you need. But don't let that become your end goal is as soon as that transaction's occurred, Oh, I'm really not that fast. The amount of people who I've said, heard talk about digital products and be like, well, you know, I sell it digitally. It's not my problem if they open it or not. It kind of is. Because if you're selling, you know, hundreds of a, of a digital product and people are dropping out before the end, they're not using it, they're not getting the results, they are going to say that, oh, yeah, I bought that. It's still sat on the shelf. Oh, I bought that. I only got as far as this. It got a bit boring. Is that good marketing for you? A really decent product. What you're aiming for here is for it to sell itself because one person goes off and tells another three people. Those three people go and tell another five people. They're only going to do that if they're happy and they've got the result. So keep that in mind. Without further ado, guys, that's it for this week. Next week, I'm going to be talking around price. Okay, that dreaded subject, but it's around confidence, around pricing and how you can get confident in your conversations so that you're able to stipulate your price without feeling awkward, without feeling that awful sinking feeling in your stomach, without worrying about how your ideal customer is going to receive that information. So that's it for today, guys. Bye for now. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it. 